Hey, what's up? I'm Brad McCalmo to Calgary, Alberta. And I'm Bob Tompkins out of Anderson, South Carolina. And this is the Bob and Brad Show. And today we're talking about home studios. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Brad Show. Today, we have got a great episode for you, and we're dialing in on one specific topic. It's going to be brief, just full of value for you, and that's why you need to set up a home studio for yourself. But before we get into that, let's just give you a quick reminder to go back and check out some of those past episodes. We've got interviews with guys like Chris Smith, best-selling author, guys like Adam Conto, CEO of Remax, business gurus, Franz Ravatsa, brilliant creator Dan Lee out of Australia as we've got some awesome people in our in our backlog and we've got some great guests coming up so make sure if you haven't yet subscribed on your favorite podcast player do so uh all right let's get into this Bob we're talking about something that we we're pretty passionate about here yeah man I mean this is something that we have uh both benefited from greatly I know for me uh since we started the Bob and Brad show tons of people have asked me about my home studio because beforehand I did not have one uh, put it together. My video quality went through the roof um, for the purposes of what you can use a home studio for. Uh, I know you get comments on it all the time from people like Adam Contos and Sharon Cervantza and Chris Smith. Always like, Brad, what the hell? Like, how did you co- come up with that <laughs> studio? It's probably the best home studio a realtor has. So, you know, I mean, this is something that can really benefit your business, especially when you're talking about um, stuff like market updates, which we're going to talk about here in just a minute. Yeah. So when we're talking about talking head videos, those sort of things, you know, this, this sort of setup really goes a long way for those. So excited to talk about this. You bet. And, you know, one of the things that I find is people will always say uh, that they'd like to up the quality of their videos, right? And one of the challenges to that is that there's just so many obstacles in actually doing so. And so, you know, people see the parody videos that you do and they see the listing videos that I do and they just, there's so many hurdles to getting from where they are to, you know, to the content that they want to produce. Well, let's be honest. I mean, those videos are some of the toughest videos to create. They're not like your listing videos and, and my music videos are not like, oh, entry level sort of things. Those are very high caliber sort of videos and content. So if you're going to get there at, you know, at any point in your career, you have to start with something that's far simpler and that can benefit your business right now. And that's where the home studio comes in because you can set this up in a weekend. I mean, I did. Yeah. I set mine up in a matter of two days, three days, and then it's going to have long-term effects for yeah. your business because you can use it in so many different ways. And if you want quality, I mean, this is the easiest way to emulate the kind of uh, top quality that you're seeing from you know, your favorite YouTubers or even, you know, myself, the reason I set up this studio is because I wanted my talking head videos, my content that I put out where I don't need to be in someone's home or out on the street somewhere. I wanted that quality to match. I wanted it to be good lighting, good audio, all of that, because I know that the higher the quality that I've delivered on all the content I produce, the longer people hang around, the more they associate my services with the quality of my video, which is a weird thing. Keep that in mind. People will associate the quality of your content with the service that you provide them. And so I wanted that for my, my home studio. And so that's really why I took some time to set it up. Now, you know, I'm a, I, in my past life, I was a renovator and a designer. So I already had the shelves and the desk and, and the wall and the, the lights and stuff. 
So I just started to kind of set up the rest of my, my office to, to benefit from that. Um, but we thought it would be wise to maybe just chat a little bit about those ways we use our home studio. Well, and let's, let's just, I want to say one thing about this because yeah, Brad, you've, all, you've only been in real estate for like two years, just north half, of two yeah. years, two yeah. and a half years, just north of two years. And you came out within the first year, we're getting million dollar listings. Yeah. Right. So, and, and this is like when people question like, oh, you know, is it really going to give me credibility? You had almost no experience real estate wise to fall back on, but people saw the professionalism in your setups and they were like, oh, he's got to be good at everything because, because no one else in their market has what you have. You know, no one else in my market has what I have in this home setup. And it, when you're talking to clients, it just, it blows them away. And they think if he's good at this, he's got to be good at everything else that he does. Because this is the first impression they get of you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So if we think about um, the different ways we can use a home studio, let's let's talk about that first. Because after this, we're going to get into uh, the tools that we use, some of the, the products that that we recommend that will allow you to set up a really professional space with good audio and you'll be able to do so on a budget. So it's, it's not going to break yep. the bank to do so. Um, but first, let's talk about why you're going to want to make that investment. So first off, we talk about these talking head videos. And so simply a talking head video is just, just what you see here, right? Um, you're talking to your, your clients about the market. You're talking to them about um, you know, something that's been going on maybe in the news rel- relative to you know, housing, relative to some mortgage law changes, relative to interest rates, those kind of things. So a talking head video can be generally pretty boring, uh, but what you'll notice is a lot of YouTube YouTubers that do strictly like educational content, they will just purely be in a really great looking set with good audio, good visuals, a nice background. And then for some reason, that information just seems so much easier to listen to. And if you can keep a conversational and you can keep the topic not too dry, that stuff like a market update it won't be quite as hard to listen to when it's in such a professional environment, right? Um, well, you know, when it's, it's just in your office it, or ugly wall behind you, it's, it's harder. Right. Well, and it's easier to listen and, and to watch something when you're attracted to what you're hearing and what, what you're seeing. If, you know, and like, neither one of us are super attractive people. I mean, <laughs> I true. saw that picture of you when you were like 22. And I mean, you know, <laughs> neither yeah. one of us are super attractive people. I was Brad Tompkins back then. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, shit. So, but the, the thing is, is when you create a setup like this, both of us come across much better looking because of the lighting, the camera that we're using. We've set it up to where people are attracted to what they see and what they hear because the audio is good too that it, they're going to digest that content a lot easier because That's it's right. not it's not a fuzzy video where you know you can tell how fat I am or anything like that. Uh, no no. No, so here's the thing though. If you think about your talking head videos, right? Uh like we've talked about this already. Like a market update or you're talking about what's been going on, you obviously a good video like this, like a good studio setup like this, you can send that out to your email uh database. Now we all know that almost every uh, sales business survives on an email database. So being able to send them content that they'll actually open up the email and engage with is going to increase the likelihood that the next time they see one of your emails end up in their inbox, they're going to open that one too. The other cool thing about this, this stuff is you can use that same content and repurpose it for YouTube because you don't mind it actually hanging around 
or people being able to see it months from now, because once again, it just adds to the quality, right? Whereas, you know, just a, you know, a, a shaky video or something that's just more basic that you send off to your uh, email database is maybe not something you also want to use in YouTube. So think about the extra leverage uh, that you get from a piece of content that's created higher quality. Another thing is live videos, um, right? So Facebook lives where you're popping on there. Another thing is when you're uh, talking with obviously other hosts or guests, or you're partnering with other creators or other, or you're talking with other people on zoom calls, like we're doing here where you're recording it. Maybe you're talking with a lender or a local business owner. In every case, you're able to once again, use that studio, uh, to, to increase the quality. Sorry, go on, Bob. Well, no, one, one note on that is I, I've always been a big quantity over quality guy. I mean, I, you know, I preach that all the time. You want to get out as much content as possible. But about a year ago, two years ago, when live videos were a really big thing, like when people were really, you know, preaching, you got to go live, got to go live. I was very against that because even though you could get a lot of live videos out, the quality was awful. You're, you know, if somebody's got two, three bars of service on a 4G network out in the middle yeah. of the street, it does not look good. It does not look yeah. good at all. It comes across really grainy, fuzzy. The audio is not great. But when you talk about having a home setup like this, it kind of throws that all away because you can have a 5G, a 5G router right next to your computer, mm -hmm. you know, while you're set up on your internet connection and, and the quality is so much better. I mean, like there's hardly any lag here. We don't have any sort of graininess to our videos because we both have great internet setups where we're at. So yep. then when you're using the high, you know, the professional camera, which is better than a, uh, a cell phone camera, it just, it takes everything to the next level. So if you go live from your home studio, you know, it, it's not bad content. It's still high quality and people are going to watch it. Yeah. You know, and I guess the further point is, is, well, let's think about, you know, the whole purpose of our real estate business is to connect with buyers and sellers. And I use a service called BombBomb to do so. And what's cool about BombBomb, right? It's a video email service. Most people would already know that many of you already use it. And if you don't, the reason I love BombBomb is that it allows me to put my personal brand, my personal message uh, and craft it in an email video that gets opened far more often than just a simple texted email. So when we think about we send, send an email to someone, they've never met us before, they're just inquiring about maybe they saw the sign, they saw a listing, that they send us an email about setting out a, a, up a showing. How many times have you emailed someone back like within a minute of them saying like, hey, I'd like more information on this property. Like, oh, great, that's perfect. And then they ghost you. They don't ever, <laughs> ever respond, right? Um, and you're like, well, did you want the information or not? Like, you're the one who reached out to me. But right. what I've found with this is that I can send back a video email saying, oh, hey, guys, thank you so much for reaching out uh, about more information on that property. I'd love to take you through that home. If there's any specific questions, just put it in the email response below. But in the meantime, I thought I'd just give you a quick introduction. I'm Brad McCallum, yada, yada, yada. And then people will always send back an email saying, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for a personal email, like uh, that personal video that always feels like they know who you are. And when you think about that, when they see you in a message like that, they know all of a sudden, hey, he's not going to be horrible to deal with. Uh, you know, he looks safe to meet, right? And he looks like he's excited to work with me, right? Which it makes them feel important, which is a whole part of the process. 
So yeah. whenever you're dealing with customers, for me, I use these a lot to send bomb bombs to the developers and the builders I work with. I use my studio setup to send market updates uh, to clients on their listings. If I'm looking for a price adjustment and I want to show them the data, I'll do a screen share where I like using a service like Loom or BombBomb. And then I will actually have my face in the corner, still inside my studio, talking about it. And once again, you know, I'm not just sitting in my living room or against a, bl a blank wall. It's a professional in a professional setup, delivering them important information that oftentimes will get you that price adjustment because it just adds to that level of like Brad knows what he's talking about. And that's really the goal. So th those are some of the, my, anything you want to add to that, Bob, on, on, no, on why I, to build I the think, studio? I think that that pretty much covers the majority of things that you can do with it. Obviously, there's going to be more uses yeah. that we you know, maybe aren't thinking about right now, but that pretty much the baseline of what you can use this for, that hits on that. So we've talked about why uh, building a home studio is important and how you can use it to build your business and what applications these home studio videos have. But Brad, let's talk about how you actually put together a home studio, what equipment you need, you know, how do you create the backdrop and the lighting and all that? Yeah, it sounds great, Bob. I, and, and remember the reason why you want to do this, the reason you want a home studio is not because you can't create that other content without one. It's that it removes obstacles. And we all know as busy realtors, the more obstacles that the more obstacles that we can remove from the process, uh, the more likely we are going to be to actually create the content. So uh, let's get started on that. One of the first things we talk about is obviously the video quality, right? So the way to get the best video quality is to maybe ditch the phone. And if you've got a good camera, like a mirrorless or a DSLR, hook that up to your computer. Now, the new Canon cameras will actually hook directly into your computer without any sort of third-party hardware. But if you want to go uh, with one of it, like a camera like what I have, which is a Sony a7R three, or one like Bob's, which is a Sony a6400, yes, um, we use what's called a CamLink or an Elgato CamLink 4K. So the mm -hmm. CamLink is basically a piece of software that takes a mini HDMI signal from your camera. It puts it into an HDMI cord that then goes into your computer. So it allows your camera to work essentially as your webcam. Yeah. Right? So that's going to be the first reason. And the reason why you want to go with that camera is not just because, hey, well, my phone shoots 4K and my camera shoots 4K, so why not just use my phone? The reason is that your camera also uses lenses, lenses that uh, change the way you resolve the light in the room, the color, the, the sharpness, and even things like this. Um, I'm the focus in this image because I'm the one that's in focus while, while everything else is sort of a soft image. And that sort of brings me and my message to the front. So that's yep. a benefit of using a good quality camera and a property like, and something like a, an Elgato CamLink 4K. Um, Bob, why don't you talk a little bit about audio, like good audio for the room? Yeah. So I think it's, it's great that I'm going to talk about this yeah. given that I'm having the yeah. audio problems today. So normally I would use a um, VideoMic Pro Plus um, mm -hmm. that I attach to the top of my camera. It goes in and actually processes in through the cam link as well. Something right like there this. You've got, yep. So mine's a little higher end than that, but still. Uh, you, can use a, you can use a mic like that. Of course, the, the audio is not quite as good because you are a little further away from that mm -hmm. um, audio source. I've got this too. This is a video pod mic. Um, it's only 99 bucks. You've got an Audio-Technica 2020, right? 
Yeah, I've got an Audio-Technica 2020, and this is the USB model, so it actually goes yep. right into the computer. Yep, so I don't have a USB model. Mine has to go into a little, like, podcast little box and then into the USB. So um, you need to have a setup like this because we talk – I mean, I talk about it all the time. You do as well. People can tolerate, like, grainy video. Like, they can tolerate it. They can't tolerate bad audio. If you have bought yeah. bad audio, they can't listen to it. They're just going to move on. So having good audio is extremely important. Um, that's why investing in something like this or into a, uh, a mic that sits on top of the camera is extremely important because you want that audio to be top notch. And so when you talk about good audio, a part of it is not just what you can hear, um, you know, your own voice. It's also what you can hear in the room. Things like echoes and other noise, fans, kids in the background running around, all that stuff. Now, it's not about perfection. So you don't have to worry about whether or not there's some background noise or someone comes to the door or whatever. That's, that's not it that people understand, you know, that we're in our home office, those kind of things. However, there's a lot that we can do to create good audio, even with a cheap microphone, even with you go with just like a $25 Amazon, uh, wireless lab or a wired lab that plugs directly into your camera, you can still get good audio if you can control the audio in the room. And so the best way to do so is to actually just, if you've got a basic home setup is to pick a room that has maybe a soft surface on the floor. So something like carpet. And if you don't have carpet, if you've got hardwood or tile in that room, throw down a throw rug. That's going to do a lot to help kind of uh, control the bouncing um, of the uh, of the sound waves around the room. Uh, the other thing that you're going to want to do is maybe consider around you on the other side of the camera, just hanging up like a blanket. That does a, a lot to just kill the noise. And if you're able to buy out a part of your home for a home studio, you can use a product like this. Uh, this is like a two-inch acoustical foam. You can buy this on Amazon. It's not very expensive. I would recommend getting the two-inch, not the one-inch. It really does a lot because it actually traps in uh, a lot of the reverb, whereas the one-inch doesn't do nearly as good a job. But if you can do this, you don't need to cover your entire room with it. You can just have it um, you know, every couple feet here and there. You can put some in the corners. It's going to stop it's going to deaden the room a lot by killing that reverb. And that's a big part of the puzzle of having some good, good audio. So great mic, and then a way to kill the reverb by adding, you know, blankets, acoustical foam, uh, a throw rug on the floor, those kind of things will also help. Um, yep. One of the things uh, I, I think we could talk about too is lighting. Lighting yeah, is so, really, really key. Yeah. So what's going to happen if you're going to spend money on the camera, on the cam link, on the audio, on deadening the noise in your room, then you're going to set up and you're going to be unbelievably frustrated because you're going to still look bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you don't have proper lighting and proper paint, because these, and I didn't know how important paint was until I did it. So this is one of those things that you, you look behind Brad, he's got a very, very dark back wall. Mm -hmm. Um, mine is actually a lot darker than it looks on camera, um, because of the lighting that's, that's on me. So painting a good dark back wall is very important because if you have a white wall or, a, or, you know, an off white, it's going to wash you out. So you're, you're actually going to kind of blend into the wall. It's not going to look great. So you want to make sure you've got that dark back wall and then you want to make sure you have good lighting and there's two mm -hmm. types of lighting, right, Brad? Yes, there's there the are lighting that's that's on your face, and then there's the lighting that's behind you. So talk about that. 
Yeah. So the lighting that's on your face is known as your key light. So a key light is a light that is going to light this main subject in the video. And so since that's you in your talking head videos, what I've got here is what's called a Godox. Let me make sure I get the, the, the numbers right, the code right. It's a Godox SL60W. Now, this is an ultra powerful light. It's basically a cheap knockoff of about an $800 light. And you can buy it on Amazon for just over 100 bucks. And if you get that $100 light from Amazon, you're going to also want to add a 36-inch softbox. So a softbox is basically what looks like an umbrella in front of your light with a sheet of white clear diffusion in front of it. So that white, it's not, sorry, it's not clear, it's opaque. That white opaque diffusion material in front of it is what takes that life, that light that's really harsh and evenly lets it fall upon the subject. And that's what makes it look so much more pleasing. So, you know, if you want to look a little bit younger, you want to look a little bit more handsome, you want to look at, you know, a little bit better, get some nice soft diffused light falling on your face that's going to light you up. And one of the other things that it's going to do, and I think this is something that even Bob Studio could benefit from is if he had something like this, is it will actually make Bob's back wall appear darker. And the reason for that is, is that the as soon as you get light on your subject, you know, if it's you in the video like it is here, I actually expose my camera for my skin, for my face. And because I'm brighter here, the rest of my room looks even darker. So my room doesn't look as dark as it normally is. It's just because the camera is trying to keep the light properly balanced for my face mm. as a subject. And then what that also allows you to do is get these little accent lights in the back. So that's the first, you have your key light. Second is your background lights. And now this is where we kind of actually get into what's more kind of the creative side of a home studio setup, because it's more about uh, what's your personality? What's your personal brand? Um, for me, I, I like guitars. I like music. I like camera equipment. I like mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. This is a chance for your background to include personal items that are important to you or that are part of your message of whatever you want to convey across. And so Bob, you can see his background, right? What is it up, up there, right? You've got like sports stuff. Yeah, I've, You've I've got, got your the, Remax stuff. Yeah, I've got my Remax stuff. I've got the Cubs World Series Sports Illustrated. I've got an, I've got a bowling award, bowling award, bottle of whiskey. So it's, yeah. it's stuff that, you know, I mean, that is like what I'm passionate about. <laughs> there you go. But yeah. that's perfect though, right? Because we always talk about the importance of personal brand and a home studio when it's set up like this is it's con consistently conveying that message every time you're on camera about kind of who you are, like the amount of comments that I get on that Gretsch white Falcon uh, up on the wall. Um, it's amazing. Anyone who's into guitars or into music immediately is like, we have to have a conversation about that guitar, man. Like everyone mm -hmm. wants to talk about it, right? Because they instantly feel connected to you on that, on that level. So it's a cool thing. If you have a home studio, make sure that you add a little bit of your own personal uh, decor or your taste or something in the background. And then you can use that second set of lighting that we were talking about. Those are accent lights. So those accent lights are might be something that's just shining on some of the subjects. So you can see in my office, I've got these little uh, puck lights here. They shine on the objects on the actual uh, shelves. And then I actually have another light off to the side that's adding just a little bit of a fill light right here um, that has, has that little bit of that pinkish hue. And then I've got mm -hmm. another light 
right here, and this is called an Aperture MC20. Now, this light is just a simple, simple light. It's uh, it's a it's an LED light. It does all the different colors, and it's about a hundred dollars or so. And what's nice about it? It's actually magnetic on the back. That means yeah. that um, I can take this in my backpack when I'm going out to shoot, or if I'm going out to you know, like Bob, you're shooting in beer of the week and in restaurants and all this stuff. This is a great way to add a little bit of light. It's very powerful and you don't have to bring a big lighting setup. So even if you're looking to have a home studio set up and you don't have the room for all of that, what you'll notice is that this simple light actually has a diffusion in front of it. So the light, this is like a rubber casing and that mm -hmm. rubber case um, allows for the light to not be so harsh. So as you can see, it can actually overpower my main key light up there. So if you wanted to, you could get a couple of these and set up your home office really, really well. Yep. And one thing I'll note, because your, I mean, your background, you've got different colors and the shelving and the lights, and then you've got those two walls mm -hmm. beside your back wall. So you kind of have layers to yours. For me, I've just got this one wall. So for me, what I did, if you've got a, if you end up with a similar setup like mine, where you've just got the one wall, you're not able to, you don't have the shelving or anything like that. What I did is I put an LED light strip behind me up on the ceiling. And then I put this little light right here so that I don't just have one color behind me. It yeah. kind of blends. You've got the gray of the wall. You kind of got the blue coming off the top and then this kind of orange hue off of this amber light. So you end up with like layers to it. So it's not just one solid background. That's um, right. So, I mean, mine, mine's fairly simple. I mean, that, that light we already had and then um, up top, you know, was only like a $75 light strip. So I, I haven't spent nearly the money on lighting that Brad has, but that's because when I was setting my home studio up, I, I, I was already spending so much money on the audio and, and the, you know, the cam link and all that. I didn't want to break the bank. So, yeah. you know, if you're just trying to do something that's a little simpler, you can throw something like this together lighting wise for just a couple hundred bucks. Cause I have a ring light in front of me. So I've only got about $200 worth of lighting in the entire uh, setup yeah. where, where Brad does have probably well, three to $400 worth of life. That's right. And that's, it. that's all it is. Like if you keep that in perspective, right, I've got maybe 180 bucks on my key light with the diffuser, another $120 or so for that light. And then another hundred for that little sort of pinkish hue light in the background. Mm -hmm. I already had, you know, the, the puck lights uh, in the yeah. shelves, but the key, the thing to keep in mind is this. So we've just described how to set up like a home office. It doesn't even need to be in an office or a home studio rather. It doesn't need to be in an office. It could be in your living room in a corner of your house somewhere. But what you're going to want to do is have a place that you can kind of dedicate to having it set up. Now, whether it's a simple bookshelf in the background with a little accent light or a lamp or something like that, you can keep it simple and clean. Uh, one of the one of the keys that we actually use is Bob and I are slightly separated from our back wall, so we're we're not directly up against it, and because of that, we get that little bit of of softness behind us that adds just some clarity to to us as the focus. But the thing to keep in mind is that you know for about two hundred dollars you'll invest in a four K cam link, right? For a couple hundred bucks you can invest in some good lighting. You know, for anywhere from $25 for a wired lab to maybe $100, $120 for a decent uh, mic, you're going to be set up there. When you start to add all this up, for under $600, $600, you can have a home studio set up that has great audio, good video, 
um, you know, some basic soundproofing, and it'll be a consistent space for you to continue to return to time and time again and create content uh, without all of the obstacles. It'll help you with your communications with your clients. It'll help your bomb bombs set you apart. It will help you create content for market updates and talking head videos and what's going on in the industry to share with your marketing database as well as YouTube. There's so many different benefits of having a home studio. Yep. I think you just hit all of it right there, Brad. I mean, so if you're willing to spend that money, it's some of the best money that you're going to spend. That five to $600 is really going to set you up. Um, and then you're going to be able to create the content that really engages with your followers that really isn't that hard to uh, put together. You know, this is some yeah. of the easiest content to do because we don't have to leave our house. We can set, it's already set up for us. We just got to throw a couple things together to actually get going. You know, what, whenever we do this setup is probably five to 10 minutes. Yeah. as opposed to try and figure and everything out, traveling somewhere, setting up there. So the obstacles between creating the videos, it's just, it's almost non-existent. So you put this together, you're going to be able to create a lot more video content and really get in front of the people that you want to sell homes to. Awesome. Hey, Bob, thanks again for joining us on the episode of the Bob and Brad show. I guess you should be here because you're one of the I mean, hosts. You know, I'm one of the hosts. So I better yeah, be I guess so. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, actually, is what we should be saying. Uh, for getting to the end of this episode. Um, we're, we've got some guests coming up in the upcoming weeks, and we've got a very special episode coming up in early November. And it's going to be an episode around our 2021 business plan. So we know that when you get about six to eight weeks out on the new year, all of us agents, at least the agents that are gonna win in 2021, are starting to put their plans together for their business calendar. And what we think you should also be doing is putting together a content plan. So we're gonna break down what our approach to 2021 is, some of our personal goals, and some of the things that we'd like to see um, all of us as agents implement into our marketing plans for next year. If you have anything you wanna to add to that, any questions or topics that you want us to cover in an upcoming episode or on business planning in general, please let us know in the comments below. That would be awesome. And if you made it to the end of this episode, Bob, what should they throw in the comment? I think they should uh, comment guitar since you guitar. brought it up there. Yeah, yeah up, that's right. Right there in the back. Awesome. So comment guitar, cool. you make it to the end. Absolutely. Bob, love seeing you, man. Hey, Appreciate love seeing you. you, brother. Absolutely. All right. Take we'll care, see guys. you next time.